Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Kara. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 40... What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Um, this start. is our 51st episode of Talk Direction. I think I'm a little, um, number dyslexic. It runs in the family, actually. My mom is, my uncle is. Um, <laughs> that's my excuse. Um, it's 51 episodes we've had here on Talk Direction. Um, it is currently 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Because Caitlin couldn't get it together. <laughs> no, but Caitlin works, like, 12 hours a day and has to commute, like, four hours, so... It's totally fine. She is very committed to the Talk Direction franchise. It's, it's so weird, though, because, like, literally last semester, this isn't one of your pre-topics, I don't think. But, no, go for you it. You know, I'm not reading the script right now. Um, last semester, when Kara was in England, I did, like, a lot of the podcast stuff, and, like, I, I run the Twitter, and I did the planning, and, like, all that type of stuff, but ever since, like, I've been home and Kara's been home, I literally have... Like, feel like I don't do anything at all. That's because you're super busy. And then, like, I feel like I need to cut my... Or, like, pick up my slack because I didn't do really anything. I mean, I did things last semester, but yeah. not nearly as much. Because um, Caitlin kind of took over all of it, which was great and amazing. And now I'm dumping it on her. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel so much di- more disconnected. Like, even just to, like, the listeners. Yeah. Because I haven't been on our Twitter and Kara's been answering everything. And, like, every once in a while she'll, like, tag me in something so I go look at it. But it's it's so weird to, like... I don't know, be so involved, and then once you don't, like, go on the Twitter that much, or, like, you're not necessarily all, like, I, also what happens when I'm home, I don't use my computer, really, I don't go on Twitter as much, just because, like, I'm doing things, or, like, I don't, I, I really don't know why, but at school, I just, like, I much more use, like, social media and stuff, so, like, it's very weird, I feel like I haven't talked to, like, all my online friends, yeah, I, I mean, what the, my, heck? the listeners, yeah, I know, I need to, together, I need man. to, like, set some time aside to, like, go talk to you all, yeah, for sure, um, speaking of, nope, this is absolutely not <laughs> related to what you were saying, um, but we figured out Talk Direction's birthday, um, and it's coming up, it's actually July, July 6th, and that will be our one-year anniversary of posting our first um, episodes of the podcast. Um, we actually recorded for the first time ever on June 26th, which I definitely know because that's when marriage equality was passed in the U.S., I think, and it was our friend's um, birthday that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and our listener, Thishy, kindly wished our podcast a happy birthday a couple days ago, um, but it, it was, like, a month early, but I, like, felt bad, like, telling her that it was the wrong day so I was literally gonna pretend that it was that was our actual birthday because I like just felt too bad to like be like no wait this isn't it but I know then, Kara texted me was like do I say something I, like how do I respond I was like oh my god this is so and sweet I didn't that she decided yeah I was like thanks Caitlin I was um, in work it was yeah. gonna take a lot of effort because you had you'd also sent other stuff you know you can't know. like necessarily respond to something that needs to be responded to because they've also sent you like a whole bunch of other crap exactly it's so to. funny when you like um, like, see that, like, I've gotten more and more, like, uh, I don't know, like, more impor- important things throughout the day, and then you respond yeah. to the actual important stuff, and you have all the other <laughs> yeah, crap you have I'm to like, respond uh. to, but that's how, um, I feel like we always do that, like, when the other person's, like, 
unavailable or whatever, oh, yeah. like busy. They we just send like twelve things <laughs> you have know. to respond I to. I wanted to be like, okay, this is what you have to do with Fiji. Yeah. Uh, I'll respond to everything else later. Yeah, I you should do that. Like honestly, I wouldn't be mad about it at all. Um, but yeah, but then I realized like, Kara, you can't do that, or else you're gonna be ensnared in a web of lies for the rest of this talk direction life. Like you will literally for years to come have to pretend that it's gonna be that date. So I like I just had to suck it up and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. But um, that was so nice. It was so stuff. sweet. Like yeah. birthday wishes already rolling in. Thanks. I know you are like the best and like I love how she's also even though she started listening not right when we had started she says she's gone back and listened to every single episode which is just incredible I love that so yeah um I just wanted to give like a general shout out to all our listeners um the other night one of our listeners Lucia actually sent us a tweet and said that she was having like a rough night and listening to our most recent episode like sort of helped her to like feel more relaxed um and it was weird because uh I was having a really rough right, right, <laughs> rough night. Uh, hello, Scooby Doo. Um, and uh, we got an actual, we got a message in our uh, Twitter inbox from a listener, Kay, and she was just like saying that you know when um, we were talking about like oh if you um, don't usually reach out to us like you know you should do it and stuff like that. And she said that that like inspired her to message us, message Aww. us, and um, <laughs> it was just like it came at, like a perfect time. And it's like I feel like you guys don't know that like you guys do so much for us and just like being there and just being like so supportive and sweet is just like such mm-hmm. a such a great like we have such a great bond like I love it so much thank you guys for like reaching out to us and just saying nice things because it really like sometimes like you don't even know that it means like so much like mm-hmm. to us yeah I definitely agree I feel like sometimes um like I can't even imagine almost what it would be like if we didn't have the listeners at this point like I just it would be so different because I feel like I've just have such a awesome supportive like group of friends backing me up and whatever and like you know you can just go on even though I haven't been on the Twitter Twitter like this past month um but like all throughout the year like it was just so nice to be able to like go on or like you know I could just be like oh today I'm gonna make polls and just like watch you guys start commenting on it and like interacting and like it just it was so nice to have that type of thing or like I don't know, you just post something on your individual Twitter, which, you know, we, we plug that at the end of the, of the show if you want to find out where to find us. But, like, I don't know, it just it's just really, really nice. And, like, I know you do your blog and, like, you know, listeners go over and read that type of stuff. And it's, like, expanded past the podcast, which is really cool. I love it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I feel like we're going to get, like... Um, more and more gushy and cheesy as um, it comes closer to our one year anniversary. Because, like, could you imagine a year? No, this, we should probably save this for like the one year anniversary. <laughs> um, but it's just like wild to me. It's mm-hmm. just wild. It really is. Um, but in other news, um, that's uh, based on, I guess, more interaction between us and you. Um, we're going to start a book club. Woo woo! Um, and I kind of want to come up with a clever name for it. And I was trying to think of stuff and trying to um, come up with something that, like, you know, had to do with One Direction or, like, any other, like, song titles or album titles, but I couldn't think of anything. Like, I have some of these. I'm going to read off the ones that I could think of straight off the bat, but um, if anyone has a good one to, like, uh, give us, please let me know. Um, It's, like, naming our podcast all over again, and it took (laughs) us, like, a week and, like, just, like, 12 hours a day to, like, come up with talk direction. Um, so I have Ready to Read, but I feel like that doesn't scream One Direction, like, Ready to Run, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, book Almighty. <laughs> Best book ever, also no. Read While We're Young. Um, That's a good one. Mm, Could be, like, 
The One Direction book collection. Oh, that's cute. We, we went through a lot of rhyming with direction. That's true. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah. Um, and we are starting with One Direction, Who We Are, our official autobiography. And you can get it for free by using audibletrial.com slash talkdirection. And the boys actually narrate it. Um, which is awesome. Like, who doesn't want to hear the boys narrate their own life? Like, I feel like that's a genius thing. Um, and it's only about, like, an hour and 45, um, minutes, and the boys are narrating it. So it's basically, uh, one of our episodes, except instead of listening to our voices, you get to listen to the boys' voices. Yeah, and it's, it's free for your first, um, free audiobook. If you go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection, you can get your first audiobook free, um, which is awesome. So you can listen to the book. And, uh, are you, should we, what? Yeah. And then, um, (laughs) on June 30th, we're going to reconvene and chat about it on an episode and feel free to send in anything you want us to talk about from the book. Um, your, any comments, like, I don't know, like you can live tweet us while you're listening to it. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll just be chatting about it. Um, and I'm excited for this because I feel like, I don't know, I haven't been in book club since like seventh grade when we had like our twilight book club or something that was the best it was wild because um our librarians slash all our teachers in like seventh eighth grade were like obsessed with twilight too (laughs) and we had a literal twilight party in the like in the um what's it called in the Library? library and like um, I think that there was, they wanted to do, like, a book club and, like, not just have Twilight be the thing, but, like, everyone was, like, going around asking for recommendations, and everyone just was, like, Twilight! Like, yeah, I, I remember wow, going, TV Twilight? Twilight? Yeah. Twilight? Like, anytime anyone said anything. I know, and we thought we were annoying. so funny. Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank God we have moved on from that. And now we're on One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved far. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, if anyone has a name for a book club. Yeah. Us Let us know. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, God, I feel like I'm going to be talking so much, and thank God I got an entire bottle of water next to me because my mouth is already feeling the consequences. Um, going on to news, um, Soccer A 2016 was this Sunday, June 5th, and it was a celebrity soccer match that raises money for UNICEF uh, UK, which is a charity for children. And Niall and Louie played in the match and were on opposing teams, and there was quite a bit of banter. <laughs> that was not meant to be in an accent. I'm quite so a bit banter, eh? so sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, and Niall's Snapchat, please, I hope you guys are all following him. Oh, my God, my voice. I'm sorry, people. I don't know what's going on with me today. Like, my voice has been cracking. I've just been having accents up the wazoo. Like, I just couldn't read you numbers. You can't control an accent. just slips out. Yeah. I mean, look. It's... <laughs> Plants are doing something, I swear to God. Um, anyway. They said the plants. <laughs> the plants are always up to something. Photosynthesizing. Yeah. I mean, like, how do they do it, you know? I don't know. It's very confusing. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, there was a bit of, uh, a lot of banter, actually, I'd say, uh, between Niall and Louie. Um, there was all these, like, pictures, like, um promo pictures of them like you know making dramatic faces while facing each other and then they were in their suits facing each other like on Niall's snapchat those Um, pictures were actually brilliant they were incredible that's everything i could have ever wanted out of a photo seriously like whoever invented the camera like (laughs) i'm sure they'd be so proud that this is like what their invention was used for um 
And I was looking into, like, seeing articles about the match, and this headline literally was just so dramatic. I loved it. Like, the way that they, like, completely pull out context, like, just listen to this headline. One Direction star Louis Tomlinson has threatened to tackle bandmate Niall Horan on his weak knee when the pair play on rival sides at Soccer (laughs) Aid. Like, that literally sounds like Louis wants to kill Niall. I love when they take things that are clearly, like, joking around and, like, turn it into a real thing. Yeah, Louie wants to, to stab it. Niall on the field. Like, <laughs> God. Um, but there was a video attached to it, and the actual context of this was that um, they were being interviewed with a couple of their, like, celebrity bandmates, not bandmates, uh, teammates, and Niall said, um, he, as in Louie, he said he was going to go for my knee. He said, watch that knee. So, yeah, I will watch my knee. <laughs> Um, and then Louis responds, he's, they're not in the same place. They were getting interviewed separately. Um, Louis said, I didn't know he knew about that already. I literally said that about a half an hour ago. Yes, and I'm only half joking. No, I'll aim for the other knee. It's like 90% jokes, and then I'm thinking about how if he wins, if how I'll feel if he wins, and I don't. So, yeah, there's a bit of, a bit of competitive edge there, of course. I'll be good at it, and also he won't let me hear the end of it. For the next six months, 12 months, he'll be in my ear saying, hey, remember when we wanted that soccer aid? <laughs> Um, so I think that, like, we always knew, I feel like I always knew that Louis was a competitive guy. Yeah. Um, Niall just seems like he's just there for the bands. He's in there for the fun. Yeah. yeah. And then Louis is like, yeah, I'm gonna aim for his, like, <laughs> crummy knee and take him down. And, um, oh. yeah. But, like, it's interesting because, um, I feel like... I don't, I can't imagine Niall being up in Louis' ear being like, oh, remember when we won that? Like, yeah. I think, like, Louis would Louis be doing would that. definitely Like, don't, do like, I mean, he's, he has a chance now because his team won, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, Louis' team won three to two. Um, close match. At least this means they're going to be up in each other's ears for the next 12 months. <laughs> oh my God, that reminds me of, um, Osmosis Jones. Like, you know, like, the blood cell, like, a uh, cartoon where they're just, like, or like um no. the school bus, magic school bus, and they'd like like shrink and like yes, blend, like oh, nose. those were actually my favorite. There was one where they like baked a cake when they were Ooh. in a miniature, and they went in the oven. It was really oh my gosh intense. That was just a lit show, you know what I mean? It really was. Um, I remember like um tweeting a while ago when the U and I music video came out, and there was like a zoomed up shot into like Harry's nostrils, <laughs> and I was like, I'm getting like flashbacks to the magic school bus days. I took a um. I think it was a sugar scape quiz. Yes. Um, where I had like zoomed in pictures of the boys' faces during different music oh my videos, God. and like some of them, you could tell instantly what music video oh it was, my God, like based I need on like just that. like the the interface interface <laughs> zoomed in face and one of them was harry in the you and i music oh video. that's classic and it was like squinty eyes like i just was like you and i harry literally easy. looks like in that video because it was so cold and like there's always these pictures of him like having like 12 blankets on him um he looks like a corpse like his like face is like purple tinged like it's a rough time oh, it's just him. so funny being able to spot that was those a faces weird music video i gotta it say it really was um that was freshman year uh college when that came wow. out i remember that um time ago yeah because i remember watching it with and now we're gonna be seniors oh guys. god uh that's really <laughs> it's scary so, it's so scary i was thinking i was trying to do our like how long we've been friends um mm-hmm. because it's like best friend day or whatever oh, um yeah. and people were Today? posting yeah johanna and sarah were saying oh. like how many like years they've been friends and i think that next year it's gonna be our 10th year of being friends That's i could crazy. be wrong though because i don't know Wait, math. seven to eight eight to nine nine to ten ten to eleven eleven to twelve twelve to one one to two two to three three to four four to five so next year yeah so next year yeah so my math was white for once in my life yes 
Um, but yeah, so the event, <clears throat> since it was a charity event, they raised 5.4 million pounds, which wow. is incredible. That's an incredible amount. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I just think that like overall it was definitely a success and I have some pictures here. Um, God, all the pictures that came out of this were so amazing. good. I feel like Louis, like he looks so much in his prime, like mm-hmm. when he's on the soccer field, like dude, like mm-hmm. he, he really needs whoo! to get that. That part in that biopic or whatever we talked about oh, yeah. last time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so right. I know. Wow. And also, their suits were, like, really great. I love Niall in a gray suit. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good look. And With it's, like, navy, navy tie and brown mm-hmm. shoes. Yeah. Um, and Louis looks great, obviously. Yeah. I really like his haircut. I don't know when he got it, but, like... Yeah, I really like it's it, It's, like, his hair looks really good. It looks almost, like... Messy I don't know what fringe, year. sort of. Yeah, what year do you think that I looks think like? I think that was, like, 2013? 2013. Yeah, like, really around. early on when his, like, I feel like was his, my favorite era of his yeah. hair. So the fact that it's, like, coming back, but, like... Yeah. Full swing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Definitely into it. Um... Wait, before you move on... Yes. Did you see that photo of Niall being lifted up by someone? Yes! Oh, I meant to talk about that, yeah. <laughs> he like, was, upside down. Yeah, Niall was, like, one of... The, I don't know who it was. Probably someone famous. Probably. <laughs> probably someone we should know. Um, the guy, like, literally lifted Niall up, turned him upside down, and, like, slapped his butt. Like, <laughs> it, there's a photo of Niall, like, literally upside down, so, like, his butt is up by the bi- guy so the... So great. Guy the bi... <laughs> by the guy said... He's, like, slapping him on the butt. Oh, you can see Niall's face. It's just really brilliant. Um, yeah, I watched a clip of that, and it just, like, happened so naturally. <laughs> like, it, like, looked like they had rehearsed it, but I don't think they did. And no. then, like, after it, they, like, didn't even say anything to each other. They just walked in separate ways. Just, like, it's, like, a casual, like, you know, instead of, like, a fist bump, like, turn, flip you over, <laughs> put your back down, carry on. Like, I don't even think they talked <laughs> walked away like that was just like the casual bands that like Niall inter- like you know just exudes like that's what you want to do men feel like they need to pick up Niall and put that's so down. fair Actually, that's it. so fair um but yeah there's like a bunch of clips if you look on YouTube and just like look up Niall and Louis um soccer Aid 2016 there's a bunch of them like, a bunch of them clips <laughs> a bunch of clips of them like just running around um there was one in particular um i said that weird um (laughs) where they played pillow talk in the stadium and there was like they zoomed in on like niall or i think it might have been louis and all the comments were just like how could you play pillow talk and be so disrespectful to louis i'm like oh my god (laughs) i didn't see that yeah Um, but wait didn't they play what was it because they're like louis was like i didn't know how this song could get on i didn't history was it like was it he tweeted something like, this song got on the playlist somehow or something, but it wasn't helpful to anyone who wasn't watching the game. Oh my god, how I annoying. I think it was Louis. history. Um, yeah, I don't think it would be Pillow Talk. He wouldn't be there. I feel like he's like... <laughs> Shade. Yeah, his like full-on shady days have been over for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, watch like something big happen like oh my god. before we post this. Um, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But um, so a hairy update. Um, I feel like we have just been really kind of all over the place with Harry's solo music thing, but that's how the media is, so, like, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Um, we're just trying to do our best. (laughs) Um, so Ryan Tedder from One Republic, I was gonna say One Direction. Oh, hey! One Republic, One Direction. Maybe that's where they got it from. Maybe that's why they decided to collab. They're just like, we both like the number one. <laughs> like, it's perfect. Probably. Um, but yeah, they've written, or uh, Harry's written with him in the past. I think he did stuff with One Direction. Um, and he was being interviewed on a radio station. And 
Um, he said this about Harry's solo career. We've done a couple things. I have no idea what they're for. I don't know if he's doing an album. I truthfully don't. We've written a couple of times. I would love to write with him in the future for no other reason than he is one of the chillest dudes I've hung out with and down to earth. <laughs> what? That makes no sense, Ryan Tedder. Um, you know, he's a phenomenally talented writer. You know, they say you can't judge a book by its cover, but clearly the man has a taste in a number of areas that is also true with writing. <laughs> he's just a chill guy. I don't think I've ever met anyone with that level of fame that is unaffected by it. I feel like that's so cool, and I feel like everyone says about him. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, Harry. We chose, like, right with Stanley. I chose my future husband right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what I was gonna say, but I feel like it was weird, like, you can't judge a book by its cover, but clearly the man has... I, I mean, I don't know, but, like, obviously mm-hmm. just, like, good words all around, so yeah. um, I'm into it. I feel like um, a couple weeks ago, this guy was saying that he was, like, writing with Harry for his solo album, so he mm. might have gotten, like, some flack and some, like, yeah. someone telling him that, like, he can't, like, confirm anything, so yeah. I think that this is what it is about, like, I think it's kind of cleaning up, mm-hmm. um, and I wonder if, like, One Republic are doing anything, because I feel like wh- this guy's, like, it been in the press for, like, a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they are. Yeah, so, I mean, good pu- publicity for him. Also, um, just, like, thinking about all the like accolades Harry's gotten about his songwriting. Yeah. And like they seem so genuine and they're coming from people who are really good songwriters. Yeah. I just I really want to know if when Harry writes for One Direction whether he is writing for One Direction and like sort of alters maybe what would be more his solo natural style of songwriting mm. versus like what you'd want to see in a One Direction song, like more like poppy and repetitive or something. Not that it's like his songwriting's been bad. I think we've seen a huge improvement with all of the guys' songwriting. Like obviously Olivia is my favorite song and I think there's some lines in there that are really, really awesome. But, like, it really seems like people are so, like, blown away by his songwriting. And, like, he's, like, amazing. And I don't know if that's, like, Ed Sheeran-level amazing or, like, just what we've seen so far, which is really good. But, like, maybe not, like, you know, you're sort of like, oh, my God, this guy can write type of thing. So I just, I want to know how different his own music will be versus... Um, what we've seen in the past and also like in the past with One Direction obviously he's like collaborated and maybe it's not just his work I mean I think Olivia and like on this album it's been more him and then maybe like one or two other people but like some more other ones (laughs) are like a a bigger group of people I don't know it just it makes me think because they've been so positive I just I'm very curious to see like what his writing style will be for his solo work God, I would love to be a fly on the wall watching him. Um, I know. What's it called? Songwrite. <laughs> Seriously. Man. It just, like, seems like such a cool environment, like mm-hmm. a chill environment. I feel like everyone who's, like, writ- like, written with him is just saying that he's just, like, so fun and, like, chill to work with. And mm-hmm. I just feel like that's the kind of environment that I I like to work in. So, I mean. Yeah. You know, not that I write songs, but um, mm-hmm. HMU, Harry. What does that mean? Hit me up. I, that's one. I, no, SMH. What is SMH, that? shake my head. I see that every time. Forget every time. There's what it means one that I have to look it up. There's one that's I like that. I never remember. I don't remember what it Shake is. Shake my head. Um, oh man, I don't remember what it is. Uh, but on to the next one. <laughs> um, there was a trend that I was like not even like looking for because I was I when I was looking for uh, Harry news or anyone news. Um, I would just saw on Twitter. There was, um, it was on one of the trending worldwide. Um, it said, can y'all respect Harry? And I was like, this must be Harry Styles. Like, what other Harry would it be? Harry <laughs> Prince Potter? Prince Harry? <laughs> I mean, like, Chris Child just came out on, um, 
not not the book but the play came out so i mean i was like maybe but like obviously my first instinct is harry styles yeah um and apparently this is um a reaction to someone graffitiing harry's home in london with a rude word um while harry's off and uh filming um dunkirk his movie that he's gonna be in um so people started the trend can y'all respect harry just to like obviously show that that's not an okay thing to do to anyone Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought that was a cool thing that fans did. Not a cool thing that that person who, uh, graffitied his home did. Um, but you know, fans coming together to show support, Mm -hmm. always good. Um, and then there was like, um, a Sugarscape article about it. And there was like this little picture that said, um, Harry getting back at those who vandalize his house, all the love H. And there's like a bunch of like, um, little like pictures of graffiti one of them says your mom's a nice lady the other one says sorry about this and then the other two say have a nice day or have a good day and I'm like that's so true harry would do that yeah but i feel like he wouldn't do graffiti at all because i just feel like every time i see that i'm just like someone has to clean that up like yeah. that's not i don't know but not like graffiti is art oh no that. it's incredible but like writing on people's houses not yeah cool. what the heck no <laughs> dude your- oh my god what if it was zane <laughs> oh my god no. i feel like zane is more talent than that though so he wouldn't just like scrawl it out yeah um yeah that would be actually really funny um speaking of zane did you have that was to say a about? great transition oh my god thank girl. you but then i was like oh my god wait what, what if no, you had, i had nothing good you had nothing to say, to say? okay no. okay zane's next single which i actually found while scrolling and creeping through wikipedia i found while scrolling through this doc <laughs> <laughs> nice people come to their you know I don't know what I was going for <laughs> there. Um, Zayn's next single is going to be Wrong, um, which is a song he did with Kehlani, which is on his, obviously, on his album, Mind of Mine. Um, and this, I didn't really understand. I think radio is, like, more intricate than we realize. Um, in Wikipedia slash the articles I looked at, it said, it will impact U.S. rhythmic contemporary stations on the 7th of June, which was yesterday, as the third single. And Rhythmic Contemporary is a mix of EDM, upbeat, rhythmic pop, hip-hop, and upbeat R&B, and it will impact U.S. Urban Contemporary, which is hip-hop, R&B, electronic music, Caribbean music, um, radio, on June 28th of this year, uh, making it his first song to impact that format, which is what cool. What does that mean? Even though I don't know. I think it's, like, sent to those types of radio stations. So, um, like, no, like, Star 99. I don't know, because it seems like it's going more towards the, like, R&B stations, mm-hmm. um, not the, like like top 40 mm-hmm. hits um but i'm because i i can't really see wrong being in i don't know there's a lot of like more well, like, ballady songs on the radios these days yeah like i think so like some of justin bieber's songs are a bit slower and like that's true more chilled out and those are doing well yeah and it, i really yeah. like wrong was one wrong of my favorites is from his so album. good i'm just surprised because i've heard pillow talk so much like mm-hmm. every time i get in the car it's on there at least once mm-hmm. um but i haven't heard like i would once yeah. on radio which is weird because it's been out for a while but i think that like pillow talk just did so well that like people don't want to like transition i don't know it's mm-hmm. weird do you have any thoughts? I don't know. I know. I asked my brother today as I was playing like I would out, out loud. Yeah. Um, if he had heard it on the radio because he was singing and I was, he was like, no, I just heard it now that you were playing <laughs> it. And I was like, well, maybe you should get his album. But <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think it's been on the radio. Dang. That's sad because I love Like I Would. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of Like I Would, <laughs> our main discussion is going to be a little comparison um between i would from one direction and like i would from zane mm-hmm. um and a little background info on the two songs i would is 
uh, One Direction song, and it's track nine off their second album, Take Me Home, and it's written by Tom Fletcher, Danny Jones, and Dougie Pointer, and they're all members of McFly. And um, Like I Would is track 17 off Zayn's first solo album, Mind of Mine, and it's actually on the deluxe deluxe, <laughs> deluxe version of the album, which is interesting to me, because I feel like a single normally isn't like a bonus track. Um, yeah. So that's weird to me. Um, but yeah, it was the second single, and it was released May 17th of this year, and it was written by Zayn, um, a guy named uh, Robin Weiss. Um, who's written with Justin Bieber, Neo, Pitbull, and six other people, which I didn't know, but that's a bunch of people, I think, <laughs> yeah. for one song. Um, and I thought that we should do some maybe, like, off-the-bat comparisons, just, like, with the title. That's the first thing we see. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the distinct differences um, is that Zane's has a like in front of it. <laughs> and it's Brilliant all... <laughs> observation, yeah. And it's all in caps, which I feel like is important. Like I would! Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I feel like he just wants to assert his masculinity and his power with <laughs> those capital letters, you know? Uh-huh, totally. Um, I was going to say, if you have any, anything more to say, but I don't think there is anything. About the titles? Yeah. Let me check what I've written. Okay. Um, you can probably hear that in the background. <laughs> Look, it's a dangerous world out there, and you have to be constantly reminded by sirens. Um, no, I have nothing about the titles, but I have stuff about the song. Okay, like, cool. St- before the song starts. Okay. Sound. Never mind. Keep going. Yeah, um, I want to talk about music style and, like, sound, um, next. I think I Would is, like, pure, pure pop. Like, it was, mm-hmm. I think, Take oh Me God, Home. Oh, my God. I love this Take Me Home it. is so good, slash I Would is, like, I feel like I've heard from multiple people that that was, like, the first song they listened to in One Direction that made them really love them. Mm-hmm. They're like, like, oh, wow, they're really good. Like Just going back and listening, like, wow. It's this, so good. Like, this, the guitar, like... Like, I don't... I, that sounded that like... not it. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like what makes you beautiful. But, but, I don't know. Does it, it's like that sort of thing. She's actually doing an air guitar, <laughs> too, so she's really committed to it. But, like, it's like that... It's like big strums. I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. No, it's I like... See, yeah, it's higher pitch than that, but yeah. And, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can have perfect pitch but like, like me. I just hear it, and you're like, yes! Like, yeah, this you're guitar, just, yeah. like, it's full on, like, just, yeah, it's so good. Like, Take Me Home, I think, is one of their I was about to say one of their best albums like there's five <laughs> um I don't know it just like has it was my favorite album for such a long time and like I feel like it's still up there it's mm-hmm. really up there because it's just so like it's cheesy but in all the right ways yeah. it's just so fun and just so carefree it's just such like a tune it's just the entire thing is filled with tunes and I think I would is definitely one of my favorites off yeah, that album yeah I think it's one of my favorites too if not my I have to go back and look I know oh I my god them, one but... of these days we'll do like a ordering of like all our songs yeah I really albums. want to I'm sure there's a website where you can like plug things in and then yeah, have order all of it yeah do an algorithm yeah like what if you could like plug in your mind and then like just oh, it would like actually tell nice? you it's yeah. sort everything out and like you couldn't like pretend that one thing was your actual favorite because yeah. like it would know yeah. It's, like, in that new Jimmy Neutron episode where they had to, like, give the people um, their, like, talents. Did you ever see that episode? Or, like, their I, likes and dislikes? I probably did, but maybe <laughs> you're describing it poorly. They, like, lost all their brain and Cindy and Jimmy had to, like, the, all their friends oh, had to, like, be like, oh, he yeah. likes mustard. She can whistle. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. I remember that. I love Jimmy Neutron. Good old days. Um, yeah. Anyway, where <laughs> were we? So, yeah, I thought it had, like, a little bit of a gospel sound. Like, not... Like, Wait, which not, one? Um, uh, I would. And One just, Directions? Yeah. Be, just, like, not, like, traditional gospel, but, like, couldn't you see, like, clapping and just being, like... I thought Like I Would had a bit of a gospel That, sound. too, because, like, the background singers sounded, like, so angelic yeah, and just, like, like this is, like, the, church. Oh! Yeah. Oh! It was yeah. very, like, echoey. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. 
similarity um, then. Yeah, I didn't that's think true. of gospel though for I would. I didn't like I don't want to say it's gospel, but I feel like yeah. just sort of like call and response y yeah, like yeah. um even though it's not really, but it's sort of like I don't know, something about it just like gives sure. me like vibes that I just wanna like bop to. Mm-hmm. Um and then like I would, I was thinking like I feel like Zane although he's on pop station, so I feel like he can't like pretend he's not a pop. Yeah, because it was we kept saying it was a pop your album album (laughs) (laughs) album than we expected. Yeah, and like I would is pretty pop, but I think it's like definitely more electronic and a bit R and B. Just with like the sound Mm -hmm. of his voice, it just like it gives it that R and B like uh, you know zest. Mm -hmm. Um, I had misty feeling, (laughs) not so jammy. Nice (laughs) echoey. (laughs) What other words did I use? Oh, I had drums beat echo. Has a beat. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, yeah, initial, like, thoughts on the song meaning, just, like, going into it. Um, I was thinking that they're both pretty much, like, this is before I, like, really dug into it, but I think this kind of still stands true. Both are about being jealous that the person they're interested in already has a lover slash has moved on, and they're both both basically trying to convince them that they're the better choice. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought I, I would, oh my god, this is gonna be so hard. <laughs> I, know. I would is more about um, love, and like I would focus more on like the physical aspect and like sex. Interesting. I saw the big difference between them being I would was about someone who's almost unattainable that you yeah. can't get, and like I would is about a past relationship yeah. that like you kind of want to be back with, yeah. but all, still somewhat unattainable. But the other one's more like fantasy a bit. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, but I definitely I agree. agree. And I think we'll get into more of that when we yeah. really dive in deep into these puppies. <laughs> that was a mixed <laughs> metaphor if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but also the controversy a bit. Um, since the similarities, especially with the title, I mean, mostly with the title, I think that like when that first came out, we're all mm-hmm. kind of like side-eyeing Zane and being like, yeah. um, I would you already You totally exist, knew buddy. this. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have done this by accident. Yeah. And do you think that Zane should have addressed it? He never did. But like, I don't know what he would have said, but... Do you think I, that, like, he should have? Like... I don't... I don't think he yeah, owes us anything. That's very true. But I just would like to know, like, if when writing this, like, what he was thinking... That's so true. Because, like, he obviously knows the song, I would, and he's performed it and sung it and whatever. So, like, w- like, where was he... How did he think these related? Or did they just not... And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, shoot, I've written a song that I've already, like, written with One Direction. Or... But I'm putting it out and making it my single. Like, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. Yeah. But it's a good song. Like, I like it. So yeah. I'm not bitter at all. Yeah, no. But I just think that, like, when it first came out, I was like, Zane, what the heck? Like, you already have before. Like, yeah. um, but I don't think it's, like, supposed to be shady at all. I think it yeah. just kind of, like, he must have thought of it, though. Yeah. Like, there's no way they could be, like, completely yeah. gloss over that. Um. But yeah, let's dive into I Would by One Direction. Um, and I'm afraid because this is my first time uh, hosting when I have to like read all <laughs> of the lyrics. I've never done a lyric dis- or discussion. Yeah. Where I'm like the main host or whatever. So I'm um, sorry if I don't have Caitlin's flair because um, I can barely read. But it starts off, lately I found myself thinking, been dreaming about you a lot. And up in my head, I'm your boyfriend. But that's one thing you've already got. Um, I didn't really have any notes for this, which I'm really starting off strong. Caitlin, did you have anything? I had. This is my jam. Lots of M's. Yep, lots of M's. Just, like, this, this song, I feel like it's so relatable. Like, a lot of it. Like, 
a lot of One Direction songs, I think especially in their like earlier eras, are like 16, 17 year old boys singing about like such intense feelings yeah. that like just doesn't really make sense. Like I'm not gonna say their feelings if someone like really feels all these like deep love, wanna get married feelings at 17, that I'm not gonna say that's not real, but it's just so less relatable to someone. Like as a young person, I've never been in love. So like it's way more relatable to be like, oh, like I found myself thinking about someone I like or like uh wishing you could be with someone like and you're not, or they have, they're, like, with someone, and you can't be with them, like, all that is so much more, like, relatable to me, and I, and also not, not just me, but, like, to people my age, and I can be, like, that's really cute, I can understand that, like, I don't know, so I like that, and just right away, I feel those vibes, yeah. That's so true, and I feel like it's, like, cute, it's, like, I found myself thinking and, like, dreaming about you, like, that's cute, man, like, that's, like, harmless and cute, Mm -hmm. um, it's, like, I don't know. I just think it's very, it's just, like, iconic, like, One Direction in that time period. Like, when they're just, like, all, like, fluffy and cute. Yeah, it's, like, kind of innocent. Yeah, you know? it is. It's, like, very, like, early teen movie that you would see on, like, uh, Disney Channel. Right. Um, so the next one, he drives, he drives to school every morning while I walk to school in the rain. No, while I walk alone. That's important. I walk alone in the rain. He'd kill me without any warning if he took a look in my brain. Um, so this, like, we get to see the character of the boyfriend, and he's immediately characterized as, like, the bad boy, because he's, like, has a car, which immediately <laughs> makes him cool. Versus the other person walking alone Literally in the rain. Literally my favorite line, because <laughs> Harry sings it, and I, every time, it's, like, the funniest thing to, like, for me to picture, like, a 2013-year-old floppy-haired Harry just, like, walking alone in the rain, like, drenched and, like, really sad and emo. It's so funny to me. Like, I, like, get joy so much. Like, Such I already love this line. song, and then Harry being emo. Like, are you kidding? Perfect. Um, also, he's, the boyfriend's being violent. Like, he'd kill me without any warning so obviously he's trying to be like this boyfriend's like classic tough guy scenario Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and then the narrator is um illustrating himself as like sensitive and thoughtful Mm -hmm. um you know just a lad who sulks in the rain um (laughs) and i feel like this is interesting because i think like in this like time period like one direction was pretty much um projecting their image to be very much like squeaky clean i mean like squeaky clean with like an a little bit of an edge to them because they're like we're not like other boy bands but Mm -hmm. like they were still you know, like, wearing their, like, blazers and button-up shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this is this is definitely like, re- very um, iconic or, like, you know, telling of that time period. Because they're like, oh, that boy is bad, but I'm nice and sensitive. Yeah. Um, also, just the way they sing, Harry sings this li- these lines, um, I, it had that, that word that Harry's used before. What song was it? Hey, Angel. The punchy sort of feeling. I don't know. Every line sort of, like... Da 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 da. Like it has just like a, I don't know, just like a very good rhythm. Yeah, such a good rhythm, and it feels, I don't know, I, it just makes me so happy to listen to. It's so good. Um, and I love that last line, and I've always loved that last line. If he took a look in my brain, I just it made me go. It just like makes you feel like, oh, what is what is like, oh, that cute boy thinking, or like, <laughs> just like. It just made me happy to feel like he was thinking about some girl. I don't know why, but, like, (laughs) it just made me really happy, like, where almost you get an insight into this person's brain and what they're feeling and, like, them having those crush feelings type things. And I don't know. I liked it. It's sort of back to that relatable thing. Just a very relatable song, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so yeah i i agree i think that's like this is one of their i think best storytelling songs to mm-hmm. be honest um yeah. so shout out to mcfly for writing this because it's uh-huh. great um but then we get into i think um it's a chorus right yeah yeah um would he say he's in l-o-v-e well if it was me then i would i would baby nope <laughs> would, <laughs> would he hold you hold you and hold you when you're when you're to know that i would i would um, and I think that this whole verse, um, slash, it's the chorus, Kara. Um, it's convincing the person that he's better for her than her boyfriend because he's emotional and wouldn't be afraid to call it love. Um, and I was thinking that it was, like, very reminiscent of, like, nice boy, best friend who falls in love with his best friend who already has, a like, a boyfriend in, like, every teen mm-hmm. movie ever, which is, like, such a trope. And I'm thinking, like, Gordo and Lizzie. Oh, um, yes. Great. It was a great time, though, because, like, Gordo was never annoying about it, you yeah. know? He was never like, I should be with you. But, like, yeah. I feel like this isn't, um, it's not, like, nice guy syndrome, this song. I don't, like, get the, those vibes from it. I'm getting no, it a he, little he, bit, but, like, it's... It's sort of, like, internal almost. Yeah, because it's not like he's, like, creeping on her, like, yeah. from like behind a locker and just being like i am the only one for you like it's like oh this guy's not treating you right like yeah but like in a i don't know not a creepy pushy way no and it doesn't seem like to me it's not like he's confronted the guy or told yeah (laughs) (laughs) told the girl like oh you shouldn't be with him this all it's like to me this is like him in his own head like sort of being upset that like he can't be with her and he feels like you know, he, they would really, like, hit it off or whatever, and it, it doesn't seem like he's being, like, outwardly obnoxious to her. Oh my god, this is so Gordo, because Gordo was, like, the I best know. friend. Wow, no, I want to watch Lizzie McGuire slash the Lizzie McGuire movie. We should do a commentary on the movie. Oh my god. That would be god. great. Bonus episode, guys. <gasps> That'd be so fun. We just fun. pick our favorite Hillary Duff movies. <laughs> oh my god. Raise Your Voice was so sad. Oh I've only god. ever watched it no, once. we can't. Cinderella Story was bomb. That was the so best good. movie I've ever seen. Oh my god. What other Hillary Duff movies are there? Um, I can't think of any, but, like, Ozzy, (laughs) obviously, the Lizzie McGuire movie is top of the line. Literally. Um, but I liked this because it focuses on the emotional part of, like, a relationship, like, love and support, like, Mm -hmm. would he hold you when you're feeling low? Um, you know, like, would he say he's in love? Like, that's beautiful. Like, that's cute. And it's, like, rather than just, like, the physical aspects being, like, oh, you're so hot in those jeans or whatever. Um, it's, like, really about the emotional, um, aspect. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, I didn't realize he was spelling out love. What? I thought it was like, elove, elove. Like, would he know that I'm elove? What does <laughs> that mean? What is, just, I literally had no idea for is it like such some, a long it's like, time. It's some British slang that I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was so confused. And then eventually I realized it was L-O-V-E. Oh my god, we should do a thing where, like, um, people send in, like, what they thought, like, oh, lyrics yes. were. Um, like, so Katy cool. Perry's on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? DJ's got the Florida shake. <laughs> oh, God. Classic. Good times. I don't, um, there's, like, other ones, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'd be so fun. So if you have any of those, like, lyric mix-ups or if any, like, of your friends or family have, have done that, because I feel like mm-hmm. I have some from my friends, but I can't think of any right now. Um, so yeah, send those in. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I also want to say about this part, um, I, I wanted to ask, like, what do you think... This is sort of a deeper question, okay. but maybe in the context of the song. And if we were saying, like, if it's a best friend that, like, has a crush on someone else, but, like, where's the point of, can this person really be in love with this girl if they haven't been together? Can you be a love, can you be in love from afar? Or, like, do you have to be good friends with them and really know them to really be in love? Or, or if this person is just sort of seeing a girl that they like that they've never really interacted yeah. with, 
can you still consider that love or is it more like you have a crush or you feel like attraction towards someone whatever I guess I've never said like that they it seems like it's kind of from afar and in that case I would say that you literally cannot be in love with someone if you just have seen them from afar and like Mm -hmm. never interacted with them because then you're just like in love with the idea of them like the look of them Mm -hmm. um and just like romanticizing them um and that's dangerous on every account because then you get hurt they get hurt and it's just big old mess because people are people and I feel like if you just see them from afar you're just gonna like think they're this perfect like specimen and then you get up to them and you're like oh wait like you have all these problems and I'm not <laughs> writing for this and then I take all, all back <laughs> um so yeah I know they didn't say like oh they're best friends they know each other and I feel like it does seem like it's from afar um but um so yeah in that case I would say that they probably aren't in love but like it also like they're seeing this from like a young age mm-hmm. um and I feel like it's really easy to sort of over dramatize your feelings (laughs) when you're that age for sure yeah do you have anything to say question? (laughs) you just wanted a real real answer here yeah i think um i think i just pretty much agree with what you said like i mean unless in the context of the song like they really know each other Um, but i also think like even if they did know each other and he was in love like obviously the definition of love changes as you get older um, but I don't think if this is just seeing someone from afar, it would really be love. But I, I, I agree that, you know, when you're 16 or something and you're feeling feelings, like, you might over-dramatize what you're feeling and it's then like, yeah. look back and be like, well, that probably wasn't the same love I experience now with, like, someone I've been with for a long time or yeah. whatever. So. Although Romeo and Juliet were, like, really intense and they were, like, 15. True, but that's a story. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> And I'm not saying that they're, like, a, like the pinnacle of love. I think they're <laughs> both stupid, but I think that's also the point. Anyway, um, the fact that that's still romanticized, like, blows no. my mind. Please don't. Um, anyway, so then it goes on to repeat the same lines that I just said. And then we get into another chorus. Um, nope. Verse. That's the word. Yep. Jeez, salute. This is why I write, like, verse chorus so i always know <laughs> well okay <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying i'm not better than you i'm just saying i read it <laughs> um anyway so on to the verse back in my head we were kissing i thought things were going all right all right all right all right <laughs> with the sign on my back saying kick me reality ruined my life yes <laughs> um great line love niall um and that, no, wait before you say yeah. like, like Niall's voice worked so well here yes. it just had that I think there's a couple songs where we talk about him having this like really awesome rocky vibe to his voice and I thought this like this like pop rock sound right here in this part like just fit his voice so well yeah that's so true and I feel like this is coming off of um Up All Night which Niall and Louie weren't on like at all really I feel like they had maybe a minute worth of singles I remember or not singles solos mm-hmm. I think I read that somewhere it was like really it was a really short amount of time and then like going into this where his voice just like you could tell how much he's improved and like he got a lot of more solo time which is really cool Mm -hmm. um anyway so into the meaning of this song um he's it's weird because it says back in my head we are kissing so he's like i guess like getting back into his um imagined relationship with Mm -hmm. this person like it's not um i don't know it's all in his head um But I don't understand, like, the whole, I thought things were going all right. Like, in his head, like, he thought things were going all right. Just because there wasn't, like, anything to, like, like, actual real to, like, face. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, I I, I, Either either in his head, which I guess is how I interpret it first. Or, like, maybe 
he had sort of been working towards something with her, but then he realized she had a boyfriend or she ended up getting a boyfriend and like he thought they were going somewhere, maybe as friends or something, and he sort of misinterpreted. I don't know. Or just like in my head I thought things were cool and going all right but then i realized oh back to reality yeah that's like i got kicked by reality and no what whoops you know yeah like i feel like maybe his um daydream sort of like uh started to like slip into real life and Mm -hmm. he like forgot that that actually wasn't his real life and then he got a hard (laughs) dose of reality yeah um and he realized that he wasn't actually with the person Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I think that's like an iconic line also with a sign on my back saying kick me, reality ruined my life. It's <laughs> like love closet. That. So dramatic. It is literally so dramatic. It's so 16 and 17 yeah. year olds like lines. But like, again, I find this so relatable. Like just, and I think I talked about this either on an advice episode or something, I don't know, recently, where I was saying like a lot of times like I'll sort of like idealize a person in my head, whoever yeah. they are, and like sort of think about like create who they are almost kind of like what we do with the boys sometimes like we sort of have this idealized version of harry where he can do no wrong (laughs) and like if we were to meet harry i'm sure there'd be things that would bug me about him whatever and like that's that's with anybody you know um and i think here it's just like sort of he's idealized like what their relationship would be or like whatever and then it's like wait that's not what it is you know that's we're not in a relationship none of this is actually gonna happen dang so that's rough yeah yeah um and then there's like a little i think it's liam in the background going on top of the world and i feel like that was just like a random thrown in (laughs) segment i just like don't know what to make of it i think it's like on top of the i literally don't i don't have any like way to like really dig deep into that it was just like a weird like liam just like kind of like running in the background just like screaming (laughs) like on top of a mountain or something i just like i'm just very confused um and then the next part of this verse um feels like a game what feels like i'm constantly playing a game that i'm destined to lose because i can't compete with your boyfriend he's got 27 tattoos um i love how it gets like low-key super dark for a moment <laughs> like failure is inevitable like we'll all die at the end of this game of, like feels like i'm constantly playing a game i'm destined to lose like that's really dark dude like it's dark it is. um and then it just like brings it back to the cute like pg like flowy Tattoos. flowery vibes like oh i can't compete with your boyfriend though like yeah um and this is back in the day when i think harry might have just gotten his like first uh-huh. tattoo so like harry had one tattoo and that was like a huge deal mm-hmm. um and they're like you know i was saying they're like squeaky squeaky clean image was like very um i don't know still much still intact um so 27 tattoos i feel like just represents like rough and tough masculine bad boy like leather jackets and Mm -hmm. motorcycles sneaking out at like late at night like that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. um and he's saying that like he's the opposite of that um and he thinks that he can't compete with that just because i feel like i don't know that's idealized in a lot of ways yeah i agree and and the, the 27 tattoos I know when I first heard that, I think, what year did this came out? 2013, I think. Whatever. I guess we were seniors in high school. But I feel like um, when I first heard it, I just loved that line just because, like, tattoos were sort of up and coming for me. Like, they were almost more new. And it was kind of like the bad boyish vibe. But then you had this other guy singing, oh, I don't have the tattoos. I, it's hard to really explain my feelings about this song. I'm really struggling. But I just love that they mentioned tattoos in the song. I thought it was, like, the greatest thing at the time. I was like, wow, tattoos. So, so edgy. Cool. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So on trend and modern. Yeah. And then also at this part, um, and probably other parts, but I noticed it here, there was, like, the whistling that was, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever cute. it is. Um, and I 
I really, I thought that was a good addition to the song. Oh, so Just, good. like, goes with the cute little vibe and, like, innocent, crushy, like, feelings and overdramatic and That's blah, so blah, true. Blah. It's just, like, I wish this was in a teen movie. Like, it's so upsetting it that it hasn't be. been. Um, so make that happen, someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it repeats the chorus again. And then um, it goes into, like, the breakdown part. Um, where it says, would he please you? Would he kiss you? Would he treat you like I would? Would he touch you? Would he need you? Would he love you like I would? Um, and this seems like sort of like a last attempt to uh, convince the person that he's better for her in all aspects, like physical, emotional, etc. And this is like the first time in the song where we get like a more of a PG-13 vibe (laughs) with like the please you and kiss you and touch you. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just simply like, oh, I love you and... Um, I'll support you, but he'll, like, do everything um, mm-hmm. and just be, like, a full package. Um, and the way, like, I think that, uh, I guess we'll talk about this later on, too. It's, like, different from, like, I would. It's sort of, like, a question. It's saying, like, would he kiss you? Would he treat you like I would? Not, like, I definitely will. And it's sort mm-hmm. of, like, I don't know. I feel like it's more of a conversation. It's more, yeah. Um, it's, like, not just, like, a, like, I don't know. Like, such a direct, like, really, like, concrete thing. It's just sort of, like... Because he he? earlier said, like, I can't compete with your boyfriend. I mean, because he had tattoos. But, like, I think it's not necessarily, like, your boyfriend's terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. And I I think that makes it, like, more pleasant, like, more of a nice song and more of a cute, innocent song than, like, I would. Yeah. Um, and, And here, actually, you get that the part where it says like I would, which is the name of Zane's song, which I thought, like, that's where it comes in, which is interesting. Um... And if we're going by, like, songwriting, despite me loving, like, this song... Yeah. Um, it is kind of vague... Yeah. ...about would he, like, would he treat you like I would? Well, you didn't really tell us what you would do, so, like, why do I think that's any better? Or would he need you like I do? Like, you haven't given the greatest description. But I think for, like, for the pop song that it is, I don't think it really matters as much to yeah. have such in-depth songwriting at this part. I think it's just really catchy and fun. Um, and, you know, you do get that, like, little sharper edge with, like, this sort of sexual um, whatever. So, yeah, I like it. Me too. Um, and then, um, I don't have it written here, but I think you might. It's, like, this is when it, like, slows down. I think it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like Harry's, like, sort of, like, softly singing, right? Yeah. Um. And then it just, like, he's, like, doing that to the chorus, and it's, like, sort of, like, just, like, a, like, one-on-one sort of just, like, nice little breakdown talk thing where it's, like, Harry, like, singing softly and slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, like, jams up again, which is a great ending, I yep. think. Um, and then it just, like, goes on to repeat, and then it ends with I would, I would. Yeah. So do you think this song, they're talking to the person, or is it an internal dialogue? Um, I feel like it's definitely not as direct as, um, say, Zane's Like I Would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I mean, I always pictured it being from afar because it seems like the kind of thing that you'd, like, write in your journal and not, yeah. like, say to the person because it's, like, pretty intense and, like, mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know. It seems like sort of, like, an unrequited thing that, like, they're kind of never going to be able to act on, but they kind of just really want to get it out there so I feel like it may be like a journal entry or something like more internal dialogue yeah. or like, like he is walking in the rain and the car he, passes yes and exactly like, Ugh, why can't I be with her like yeah. I would I feel like we'd be so good together what color car are you imagining by the way I was kind of imagining like a big black like truck type really thing. not not like a truck like a pickup truck but like 
um, like a big black sort of like SUV. SUV, that's the word. Okay, I was thinking like a red, like old school, like like seventies uh-huh. truck, like car, not truck. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know that why. makes more sense. I don't know why I was thinking my picture was, I was security, just, I, like, <laughs> Obama's in the car. Like, secretly about Obama. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Obama is real. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, my favorite. Wow. And Obama's, you know, going to be out of office, so um, he'll have more time to be with Harry. They make this music video. What if Harry was in Dunkirk just to get Obama's attention? <laughs> Um, because it's, like, a war movie, and, like, uh-huh. Obama's really into, like, I don't know, World War II. Foreign affairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wow! Best. The devil entendre there! <laughs> oh, my God. Someone write, uh, Obama and Harry Fick called the foreign affair. We'll read it on air. Oh, my God. That rhymed, and it's a true thing that we would do, so. Um... Um, have we ever told you guys? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I want. I don't know if we said this slash if I want to tell this, but I think that we might as well throw it in there before we um transition into like I would. Um, me and Caitlin and our friend Minnie once wrote um Edward um Cullen and Jacob um what's his name? I want to say his name is Scars, but it's definitely not Jacob. What's his name? Olivia. What's Jacob? Why can't name? we remember? We sound like such bad Twilight yeah, fans. Yeah, that's what we were talking about from Jacob. Twilight. Jacob. Jacob. I mean, all I want to say is Jacob Cullen. I like, know. Really? I was thinking Jacob Edwards, but that's <laughs> obviously not true. But anyway, Edward and Jacob fan fiction. Um, uh, when we were in like seventh or eighth grade. Um, and it was like we made it like wasn't jokey. it the tent scene? Black. Yeah, it was Jacob, Jacob Black. Black. Duh, thank God. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks all of our friends in the background doing her vet school application. I know because she has her life together, and we're talking about Twilight fan fiction. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, if that's times. not a picture of what we are, I don't know what is. But yeah, we wrote it. Yeah, about the tent scene. And um, if you don't know the tent scene, look up the tent scene. That was one of the most what? intense scenes. What, what, what book was it? Um. Eclipse, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, Eclipse. Oh, man. That was a great scene. And mm-hmm. um, so we made it about Edward and Jacob once Bella fell asleep. Um, <laughs> and they're having, like, a little bit of bants. And I just remember, like, writing... Um, I distinctly remember describing um, Jacob's hair as raven-colored. Wow. Um, and I think we probably said that, like, uh, Edward's hands were getting all, like, tangled up in there or whatever, which isn't romantic. <laughs> I don't know why we said that. But anyway, like, we wrote it over dramatically to, like, be funny um, with each other. I don't know. That's what we did these, those days. And I remember putting it in my backpack um, just to, like, so we could work on it in study hall or whatever um, next time we had a sleepover or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, I just remember that uh, summer came and it was still in my backpack and I went to go look for it and apparently my mom had cleaned up my backpack and it wasn't in there anymore and my mom has never brought it up to me and I, I hope she never does does because she didn't know if it was a joke. It was, like, too intense. It was bad writing, for one. I don't want my mom to think that I'm that bad a writer. Just, like, it was a whole mess. I should, like, Walk, walk past her and be like tent jacob <laughs> oh my god and she like oh my picks god up on and i remember like because it was handwritten and on the top it said team eddie and jakey <laughs> with like a little wolf drawn in like a little vampire smiley face we were cool guys i know i wish i had that written somewhere god huh <sighs> okay so sad anyway mm-hmm. um if that gives you a good indication <laughs> of who we were as children mm-hmm. um so anyway <laughs> we have another song to do we have like i would by zane malik or just zane all caps um and let's start off here with hey what's up it's been a while talking about it it's not my style thought i'd see what's up 
while I'm lighting up. It's cold hearted, cold hearted. Um, so I think this is interesting because it's like directly talking to the person like a phone it starts like a phone call like hey what's up it's been a while like that's not something you say to like yourself i mean okay it is maybe uh, probably <laughs> not who knows but it's not something you say to like maybe you hadn't like done some metacognition in a while yeah. and you like hey <laughs> hey self like yeah. it's good to connect back with you yeah i really haven't you know looked <laughs> into my inner self in a while yeah um but i it seems like he's like on the phone with someone and um I thought I pictured it at a, at a party or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I like the phone call because it's saying like I thought I'd see what's up while I'm lighting up, so it seems like he's uh, smoking. It definitely makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did my interpretation on the fly, guys. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So I was just saying that like both of the songs use uses you as in like directly talking to the person, but One Direction seems like it's from afar and. Um, and they haven't had an established relationship, at least a romantic relationship, unlike this song, which it definitely seems like they have mm-hmm. been connected in the past. It's not, like, an afar, like, unrequited love type situation. And the line, while I'm lighting up, um, obviously sort of um, makes it seem like, you know, he's a bad boy. And also it sounds like he's, like, trying to stay casual. Like, he's like, oh, I just thought I'd see, like, what's up? Like, I'm just doing nothing else except, like, smoking. So mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes it seem like he's trying to make it sound like he doesn't actually care about the outcome mm-hmm. of the conversation. Um, and then but he does. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it, he definitely does, obviously, because he wrote a whole song about it, slash, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? Do you have anything to say about that? I wonder thing? if, I mean, I re- I'm glad you're going first, because my <laughs> interpretation is terrible. Um, and I don't want to make you care either. <laughs> I turn my, <laughs> my screen away. Um, but, um... What was I saying? It almost, it could be, like, he's leaving a message almost on the phone yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, because it doesn't seem like she necessarily responds in this. That's maybe so it's, like, it's late at night. He probably, maybe he's, like, been drinking or, like, he's not thinking straight or whatever. And he, like, goes and calls his ex and, like, leaves this message to her or something. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if, like, <clears throat> Zane would ever sing a message to his ex just like <laughs> that I, I don't know i don't know does not do that i feel like they ha- like artists are like pretty extra a lot of the time mm-hmm. i feel like i could see musicians like Especially singing <laughs> singing to an ex like on a voicemail i could see that yeah um that'd be cool i mean if you got it flaunted i guess mm-hmm. um nope you go <laughs> um when i was looking up I, I did the genius lyric thing again um and some people had interpreted the song like from the band's perspective from him like talking about like meeting up with one direction again and being like um sort of reconnecting or and and i sort of took that further and thought like maybe he was writing this from the perspective i don't think so but like in one interpretation he's writing it in the perspective of like thinking about what it will be like when he does one day sort of see one direction again and like sort of you know, imagine what the conversation would go like or um, whatever. And that could also be for the relationship. Maybe it actually hasn't happened or isn't happening in the moment, but, like, he's almost picturing what it would be like it could be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, like, and then the lighting up could be interpreted. While lighting up can be, like, smoking or whatever, I think it could also be, like, lighting up, like, his career or, like, he's, like, going places or, you know, I think it can have a double meaning, even though, like, more like, sort of story-wise, it seems like he's, like, yeah. lighting up a cigarette or something. Or other things. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah. was trying to be. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, like, the it's cold-hearted, cold-hearted. What did you, like, make of that? Because 
in this part of the song, it was, like, really unclear to me because it mm-hmm. sort of seemed like he was calling himself cold-hearted, mm-hmm. um, saying that, like, because he doesn't talk, uh, he doesn't like talking about his feelings, like, he's cold-hearted for doing this, um, which I think is interesting because, and then the next uh, part of the verse, um, it seems like he's calling the person he's talking to cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll get into that later on. Um, but yeah, I was kind of confused when I first heard that, but it, I don't know. I feel like they both could be in the wrong and he's like, yeah, kind of that's what I thought. That. Like they're, they're both not friendly to each other. They're yeah. both cold hearted. Um, and like now he's reaching out sort of and yeah. trying to connect, I guess. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else to say? Uh, I have echo and removed. <laughs> As the sound interpretation. Removed? It sounded like it was very, like, cut back um, and just sort of, like, echoey. I don't know. Okay, I got don't you. Don't ask so me it's... to explain the words I use. <laughs> what was the other one? Beat and rhythm or something? <laughs> Drum, beat, echo. <laughs> um, okay, so the next part goes, No, it's late, but I'm so wired. Saw your face and got inspired. Guess you let it go. Now you're good to go. It's cold-hearted, cold-hearted. So this just seems like... Um, we're only getting his side of the conversation, and like you said, it could have been uh, a message. Um, but it seems like she's moved on, and he's upset, and he doesn't like that. Um, and she thinks, or he thinks, that it's like cold-hearted for uh, for her to like move on. Maybe it was too soon mm-hmm. for him, or that he's just kind of bitter that she moved on first. Um, and I don't know. It seems like saw your face and got inspired is like pretty. I don't know. It seems pretty intimate. It doesn't seem like just like a one night, not a one night stand, but just like a uh friends with benefits type thing yeah like it actually seems like a romantic relationship um see maybe this is why i thought they were like at a party saw your face and got inspired to write the song yeah but then i was also thinking because like he's famous and like could see her face in any like sort of yeah or like maybe he saw her and like from a distance yeah he went back and called her like a couple days later when he was late at night yeah (laughs) that's true um, but, yeah, he definitely seems, like, a bit bitter. It's sort of, like, mm-hmm. harsh wor- words, like, guess you let it go, now you're good to go. Like, that's not, I don't and know. And he's, like, speaking for her. Like, yeah. just because maybe he saw her and it looks like she's moved on. Yeah. Or, like, she's with someone else. Maybe she's still, like, struggling with their relationship. Yeah. Like, hasn't moved on. Um, and I felt like it was much more negative and he's sort of, like, projecting things onto her, I guess. Yeah, he definitely just seems, like, bitter. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else? Um, no. Just it seems like to me that he's jealous of yeah, someone else. Yeah, for him. sure. Um, okay. Then we have, oh, oh, it's probably going to sound wrong. Promise it won't last long. Oh, oh, if we can never go back, thought you'd like to know that. Um, and definitely I'm getting so much more of the bitter and like spiteful vibes. Like thought you'd like to know that. Like mm-hmm. that just seems like something that I just you let wanna... you know. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like such a thing that you'd like throw in someone's face when you want them to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like seems like he seems to accept the fact that like they're not going to get back together, but he still wants her to regret yeah. it. And like he wants to have his last say. Yeah. And he wants her, him to, or he wants her to like be hurt by this and mm-hmm. he wants her to like feel what he's feeling i think that's like probably what he's trying to do yeah and this part i said the o's sounded like the religious echo yeah thing. for sure which is it's just such a cool vibe i love yeah. this song um especially with um when he performs it with like all the like lights like beaming mm-hmm. down um i think it looks cool and also his background singers are really cool and talented yeah they're um, so good he needs to like match them because honestly they look like such great performers match them like in their energy oh yeah yeah for sure he could learn a thing no, or two we could all com. learn <laughs> <laughs> i was like 
<laughs> get them like dates like um okay um do you have anything else nope okay um now we go on to the chorus yep got that one right um he won't touch you like i do he won't love you like i would he don't know your body he d- he don't do you right he won't love you like i would love you like i would um, and this is, like, pretty reminiscent of the, like, breakdown in I Would from One Direction. Um, just sort of, like, listing all the things that Zayn can do better than, um, this, like, his ex's new guy. Um, just, like, just a fast list of it. Um, but, uh, what I saw was very different was, like, this was all focused on the physical. There was no, like, I don't know. There wasn't any really, it's not like support you or blah, 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 which mm-hmm. is like fine, but it seemed like they Unless were more intimate for that. Like, touch you mentally. <laughs> or love you. you like I would, but like obviously that's sort of like implied yeah. that it, it doesn't mean like that, but, um, and it's not like a question like, uh, 1Ds, like it's not like would he, it's like he don't, he won't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more of a statement. Um, but yeah, it's definitely very similar to that breakdown in one d's song yeah and i was confused the first one he won't touch you like i do oh so it's like present tense which is interesting and i didn't know how to take that um i guess like maybe it's quite a recent breakup which which is why i think he is bitter and like he's like how could you have moved on like i'm not over it um and and but then it goes and and then also like he won't love you like i would in the song i would when they use that phrase it's like I would, I've never done it before, but I know if I were to be with you, this is what I would do. But in this one, it almost is like I would, is almost a past tense. Like, like I would do, you like know. Like I would have. I would have, or yeah, like, like I would, like when we were together, like I would touch you. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's uh, sort of used differently. One's like sort of future looking and one's like, this is what I did do. Um, or, like, what I was doing recently. Yeah. And it's not, like, I don't know, I still don't get those vibes. Like, when I first listened to it, I definitely got the vibes of, like, he wanted to get back with his ex, but now it just seems like he's, like, just, like, throwing things at her just so he, like, she knows that she can't get better than Zane or something. Mm -hmm. Like, it just seems like he's not really, like, making an effort. He's just, like, he won't do all these things and I'm gonna be better than Mm -hmm. him forever. Um. Yeah, I said kind of harsh, angry. (laughs) not over it clearly yeah yeah <laughs> um did you have anything else uh no okay and then um uh, next verse it's okay to want me because i want you been thinking it over but i'm through so stop wasting all my time messing with my mind it's cold-hearted it's cold-hearted um first of all this like the rhythm in this verse like in specific is really cool yeah i was just gonna say that yeah. just hearing you read it i was like oh i love this bit it's really cool it just like linguistically mm-hmm. it just like i don't know it's awesome and i just think the like tempo he sings it in and just like the way he like jumps over the words is really cool mm-hmm. um and um i mean the first part it's okay to want me because i want you that seems so present tense mm-hmm. um and then it goes been thinking it over but i'm through so then he's, he's like going back and forth yeah all like place. make up he your mind know Zane. what he's feeling yeah it seems like he's trying to convince himself um slash convince her mm-hmm. that he's over her but like clearly he's not um and he's kind of upset that like he's still thinking about her so he's like mm-hmm. projecting his anger on her it seems like and now i'm just like like mm-hmm. psychoanalyzing him <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah 
Um, it just seems like he's just kind of, like, talking to himself and just kind of, like, angry at himself in this situation. Yeah, like, especially the line, stop wasting all my time messing with my mind. Is she really, like, purposely out there messing with your mind? (laughs) Or is that you, like, is she out there, like, trying to get you jealous and, like, purposely showing off? Or is that you just, like, not being able to get over it or not being, like, you being jealous and angry when really she's not doing anything, like, purposely it almost sounds like he's trying to blame her for like yeah his feelings when it's not really her fault he's just feeling things yeah you can't blame other people about how you react yeah like, you know what i mean what's that quote it's like you um can't control how other people act but you can control your reactions to it yeah and zane you're not doing a great job <laughs> yeah, of it buddy zane. which i understand it's hard to do but i think that like one of the most harmful things you can do to a person is sort of like project your mm-hmm. anger and like take it out on the person when it's actually like you like who's I don't know it just so in this context yeah we've talked about songs with One Direction that we say are like anti-feminist or like don't show the best like respect for yeah. the girls that they talk about in this song would you say that this song is an example of that or would you say this song is an example of maybe like the natural feeling someone's feeling they just happen to be sort of more negative and angry because they're in a certain place um I didn't get, like, anti-feminist vibes from this. Um, I think that it does seem like a natural progression of a breakup. Um, I've seen, like, pretty bad breakups, and this seems pretty, like, a natural progression of, like, Mm -hmm. what things happen um, or how things happen and, like, how people feel. Um, And it's, like, it's ugly a lot of times, and people, like, their worst selves come out. Um, And I think that, like it's kind of a good portrayal of it, even though it's, like, putting him in a bad light, which, um, I mean, I'm not, like, kind of, I'm not trying to, like, gloss over that or, like, uh, make that, like, what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to say that's okay, but also I'm trying to say that it's realistic. Yeah, that's, I, I agree, which is, like, I feel like I wanted to clarify that because, like, we're saying, like, we're saying, like, these things are, you know, he's, he's saying these things and maybe he's projecting whatever, which I don't think makes the song wrong. I think it just makes it, like, very honest and truthful. I don't think he's, he's written in a way that makes me go, oh, he's really being derogatory to the girl. I don't think it's like that. I mean, I could see myself feeling these feelings Mm -hmm. and being bitter that someone moved on before I did. Like, I could totally see that. Yeah. Um, and sort of, like, trying to, like, blame it on the other person, even though it's mm-hmm. actually me. Yeah. That I, seems so real. Yeah, and I think, like, going back, he would look at this and be like, you know, this is what I was feeling in the moment. It seems like he really did sit down and write this song sort yeah. of in the moment, like, I want to tell you these things, um, and then be like, well, like, now I've got a clear head, and I yeah. can sort of, you know, see it from a, a better perspective. Yeah, it definitely seems like a late night thought when you get, mm-hmm. like, really trapped in your head, and you just, like, are, get really fixated on mm-hmm. one emotion, and, like, if you, um, I don't know, are kind of, like, intoxicated, then you are more likely to talk to, like, call that person up and tell them your feelings. Like, I don't feel like this is something you would Mm -hmm. say, like, on a Tuesday afternoon at, like, 2 p.m., you know what I mean? Like, it seems, like, very honest and sort of, like, something that you're kind of embarrassed, like, the next day to think about that you've told someone. Whoops, there's that message I left. (laughs) Yeah, whoops. Um, but yeah, I think that's, it's pretty honest, and Mm -hmm. I think that's a good portrayal. Um, and then we go, it just, like, repeats, um, it's probably gonna sound wrong, promise it won't last long, and then it goes into that he won't touch you like I do, and then it changes up, um, he can't love you like I would, he can't love you like I could, he don't know your body, he don't know your body. 
Um, and this is sort of like the slower part, right? This is sort of like the breakdown-ish. Possibly. I think so. Um, <laughs> I it sort of sounds like more like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but it sounds like sort of, <laughs> the only way I can describe it is like a ghost being pulled through like a tunnel <laughs> or something. It's like, you know, it's like a nice like Watery, wind tunnel. Echo-y. Yeah, sort of. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My metaphors are off today. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was interesting because this is the first time he says can't, I think. Mm, I highlighted can't. Oh, nice. My... Nice. Um, where else did you say it? I just highlighted Oh, the same place. Stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and that seems like more desperate to me almost, um, mm-hmm. instead of don't or won't, just because it's like, he, he can't, can't, you he know? He can't. I'm the only one who yeah, can. Yeah, it's like a desperate plea, but also it sounds like if like he can't, or if I can't have you, no one can, which I yeah. hate. That's gross. Yeah. But like, it's also it just sounds like a desperate plea to like mm-hmm. have her back, which is like the only time that I sort of hear that in this song. And he's also just like, you're going to regret it. He can't do this. And That's I can true. like, mm. see, you're going to be, you're going to see that, you know, I'm way better of a lover than he ever will be or can be. Yeah. And also like, I can't love you or he can't love you like I could. So that's, like, future mm. tense. Like, that's definitely future tense. Yeah. I guess. Actually, no, it could could still also be past tense. But whatever. Um, then, he don't know your body. Um, this whole song really focuses on, like, the physical and, try to, and trying to, like, um, say that, like, he's um, a better lover. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to... He's a better... better lover. God, I feel like a 45-year-old. Um, he's better in bed than, like, her new, like, boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, mostly focusing just on the physical, not, like, the emotional, Unless really. it's, like, he doesn't know your, like, quirks of your body, like, that one freckle you have, or, like, mm-hmm. your wonky mm-hmm. toe. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know your wonky toe. <laughs> oh, what a good version. Um, did you have anything to say? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, and then it just repeats itself again and yeah. again. And it ends with, like, I would, much like One Direction's ended with, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. Do you have any final thoughts? My ones are ones that I've said. I said, well, very repetitive, repetitive in this last bit, which I think we saw in the other song, too. Um... No, there's not much. <laughs> you want my closing thoughts yeah. or something? He can't touch you. Drums beat echo. <laughs> Sorry to put you on blast there. Uh, um, I guess it's sort of like what we've been saying um, that this song compared to I Would just seems like it was a relationship. It's a bit more negative. It's not as like sort of fluffy puppy dog love. It's like it's sort of like after relationships happen or whatever and you're angry, jealous, sort of in that moment where uh, in the other one you're sort of looking and like fantasizing and like seeing, oh, it could be all this great stuff. Like it could be amazing. And this one's like, like the other guy sucks. Like, yeah. you know, I'm way better for you, but I don't know if I want to be with you, but I don't want you to be with him. Like it's much more sort of, and, and this is, an, I think definitely it shows like the different in age oh, between, yeah, sure. like, you know, uh, Take Me Home and Mind of Mine. It's such... They've grown, like, five years or whatever. Um, and this seems, like, much more real where, yes. like, they did have a relationship and they are really feeling these things and, like, you know, it's it's hard and whatever. And not the other feelings aren't real or whatever because I think, you know, you feel what you feel. But, like, it's... You can just see the progression of how you know, thoughts of love change and how relationships change and, like, I don't know. It's interesting, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like, interesting because I would could be, like, 
um, I don't know. It could be like this could be like a story. Actually, we don't get the middle part mm-hmm. of the relationship when they're actually in the relationship, but we get the before when it's like all idealized and romanticized and just like um, it could be perfect like fairy wonderland. And then like there's a middle part where we don't see, and then we see the after part where they like actually do get to know each other and like um the male character like sees that it's not perfect and it's like there's mm-hmm. all these faults and like he's like angry at her um and they're just like they're kind of like fighting like we only get to see one side of um the fight or whatever but yeah. um it just sort of like it's so like raw and angsty and while well, the other one just like happy and fluffy that would be such a good segment if we like pick songs out of one direction's discography and like made like a story of like a before relationship during a relationship Ooh, and like after. Yeah. I guess like similar to what we did with Made in the AM when we did the first time we made stories yeah. where like we sort of put them in order of a relationship. Yeah. Um but I still think that would be cool. That like cuz be cool. then maybe we'd be pulling from like fluffier songs and like the beginning of One Direction um their first albums or whatever and then That's so true. I feel like a lot of the first albums were like um like, before relationship, and then there's, like, is there, like, I don't know, maybe, like, four is, like, during, and then, like, made in the AM seems, like, after. Yeah. That's interesting. The progression of albums. Yeah. Very interesting. It's kind of sad. Where do you go from there? I I mean, I guess you can have more relationships. And it goes with One Direction, sort of, like, you know, they were starting, and it was exciting, just them as a band, and then they were in it. Yeah. And, like, you know, there was difficulty, and, like, it was intense, and then afterwards, it's, like, we're leaving. How do we move on? How do we deal with this? We should, like, look more into this and, like, yeah. really make a, you know, a nice little, what's it called? A parabola. Yeah. <laughs> really chart this out. Um, okay, so that's our discussion. I think that was pretty good. It was good. Um, Thanks for putting that together, Yeah, Kara. no problem. That was I all Kara. copy and pasted some lyrics <laughs> and then put some bullet points in. Um, but, yeah, um, that was my first time doing a lyrical analysis. Pretty intense because we did. We did I liked two your songs. reading of the lyrics. Thank you. It's nothing compared to you, but it's okay. <laughs> I will get better with time, I think. Um, but yeah, it feels nice to get like back into the lyric analysis because mm-hmm. I've missed it. Yeah, for sure. But I definitely do like doing our other messy, Quirky, weird, yeah. yeah, episodes, which we'll have to find a nice balance between. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like we are finding a nice we balance. We are. Um, but on to recommendations. Caitlin, what are you recommending to the lovely listeners today? I am going to recommend a master post of videos that I found. I'm trying to see. It was... I've Of course, I haven't got the thing right up. I'm logging on to my Twitter. Give me a second. I know I liked it. Um, it was a uh, tweet that I saw, which was posting a Tumblr post um, that someone had compiled... 3,422 oh. videos of One Direction to keep you occupied during oh the break. Oh, my God. Uh, and this was posted on Twitter by at the Harry News, um, but on Tumblr by You Can Call Me a Thief. Oh. Um, and it's a, like, master post of thousands of One Direction videos. So either if you haven't, if you're new or... Um, if you're just wanting to watch One Direction videos, they have them sorted um, by oh my god, like year date and year, wow, and like month, so you can be like, okay, god what bless. was what interviews did they do in January 2014, and then like click the link and it'll give you all these links to different videos that they did, um, and then they also have one that just has a compilation of like not sorted by. Um, date but you can just go back and like watch them from the most recent to like the least recent how many pages are there there's 
oh no (laughs) over 20 pages it seems like i don't know it's ridiculous so like this is just like if you really want to watch every single one direction video um this just a really awesome way to do it (laughs) or like to find one you're thinking of that you know happens sometime it's a good way to find one that you've missed or missing or want to know what it was there was an ad on one of the pages he pulled up, and um, it was called Elite Mus- or Magicians Wanted, and I thought that, like, you had pulled that up as in, like, you wanted to, like, apply for that job. I was like, Caitlin, I had no idea you were so interested in magic. I'm a like, secret musician. Magician. <laughs> magician. Um, I guess they're the same, because music is magic, and mm-hmm. magic is music. Anyway, um, my recommendation um, is to follow... Um, we've talked about them in the past, Um she had a Tumblr, actually, I think she still does it, a Tumblr um, blog, so blog, um, called This Day in 1D History, and she now, is now on Twitter, and her Twitter handle is at Today's 1D History on um, Twitter, I already said that, and what she does is just, like, goes through the years, and, like, on a certain day, like, June 8th, like, she'll post whatever happened, like, in the years past of One Direction on that date. And it's, like, really fun. It's, like, nice to, like, reminisce and just, Mm -hmm. like, see all the past photos and gifts and all that. And also, Louis recently followed her, which is awesome. And it just, like, makes warms my heart because it's, like, he's all nostalgic and stuff. I know. So cute. Um, And also, this is a really random and absolutely not related um, recommendation, but I just love recommending things. So, um, recently, I actually there's only two episodes so far, but I watched Preacher on Amazon, and it's an Amazon like um, like original. And the only thing that I have to well, it's like okay, so to give you a little background, it's sort of it's really gory and um, it's like what is it? Uh, it's called Preacher. Um, and Which is what I wasn't listening. I didn't give an <laughs> I didn't give an explanation yet. I'm just like kind of just thinking about like how okay. I should word it because it's like really weird. Uh-huh. Um, it's like supernaturally. Um, there's like uh like Wait, horror is it a elements. Book? No, it's a um it's a Movie? it's a TV show. Oh. And it's like on Amazon. It's like one one of their oh. originals and it's like coming out once every week. Um and kind of sucks like like being able to binge watch, but I don't know. It's really good and the dude who plays Howard Stark um from Iron Man is in it and he's an attractive man. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just I love like horror type of uh you know, demon, angel, there's no angels in it. There's no demons either, but I just like, like that kind of genre. So, I mean, I'm really into it. Um, I think, I don't know if you like Sounds that like kind of stuff. Sounds like something I would hate. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Something Caitlin would hate. But, if yeah. you're into things Caitlin hates, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give another recommendation that I thought of. Um, I, cause I've been commuting a lot. I've been listening to Podfic, or really only one, two actually. Um, <laughs> Because a new one came out by one of my favorite podfic um, people, Frecklebaum, on Archive of Our Own, which is a website for fanfiction. Um, but she did a... Uh, she just has such an incredible voice. Like, it's so soothing. You just want to listen to it all the time. She should be on radio, honestly. Um, and she also picks really good stories. I've, I think I've read every story she's done. Like, I read them first. But it's just so nice to just, like, hear it again and hear it from her perspective and, like, just such an easy way to, like, pass time. Um, so go check out her new podfic, Come Along With Me, Freckle Bomb, on AO3, Archive of Our Own, and leave a nice comment because she's awesome. Oh, my God. Wait, speaking of magicians, there's... Oh, yeah, magician that's Harry. why I thought of it. Oh, this one, so this, one's a, this one's a story about a magician Harry 
and you just know that's going to be good. Oh my God. So definitely go check that out. Amazing. I remember like one of the promo shots for Made in the AM, like Harry looked like a, like a high class magician and I loved it. So Wait, which one? Um, I'll have to show you, but it's like one of the black and white ones. He had like a coat on and like, he was like on a box or something. He was like Brilliant. crunched in a box. I don't know. I, I remember tweeting about it. So if you want to stalk me and look at my Twitter pictures. Um, so tweet of the week, do you have one? Um, yes. My tweet of the week this week is from James Corden. So, uh, Louie tweeted, missing my gorgeous little lad, and then the baby emoji, talking about his son, Freddie. And then James Corden, the late, late host, uh, late, late show host, um, who we all know and love, uh, replied to this tweet and said, uh, miss you too, dude. Oh my god. As in saying he believed he was the little lad Louie was referring to. Um, and I just really like this because I know that Louis has known James even before he was in One Direction, I think. Um, apparently, like, James knew him when he was a lot younger, maybe from the TV show or something about babysitting. I know one of our listeners sent it in. I forget right now, but shout out to you. <laughs> um, but I just thought this was really cute that, like, uh, James is, like, keeping tabs on his boys. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love James. Yeah. Um, so my tweet of the week is actually from, um, this day in 1D history, and this really just hit me in my heart. Um, today, June 8th, in 2015, um, What Makes You Beautiful director John Urbano gets nostalgic on Insta, and he posts a caption of, like, a picture he took, um, of all five boys, um, like, the back of them, and he said, one of the very first photos I shot for 1D, and it was, like, um, on the beach that they shot, um, What Makes You Beautiful, and it's just so cute, they're all just, like, there, and Niles with this guitar. It was so cute back then. (sighs) I know, like, they all have just, like, fluffy hair, and Niall, and, oh my god, just, oh man. Good times. It makes me really nostalgic. Good times. But, yeah, so that's our episode for this week. Um, we'd love to hear your general feedback and suggestions, um, or anything we talked about on the show, feel free to write in and tell us your opinions on it. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening to episode 51 of Talk Direction. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Talk Direction underscore, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Nope. Um, you can follow us at Twitter. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Wait, I want to say, yeah. for people who don't know what an underscore is, because I feel like I didn't know for a long time, okay. that's not the word underscore. It's like the actual symbol on a computer, which is like the lower bar thing. <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> huh. You know, just in case someone was trying to find us and they couldn't. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can email us um, at talk direction at gmail.com i think my eyes have like actually like stopped working um you can message us or follow us on tumblr um where we are talkdirection.tumblr.com and we have an instagram as well which is talk direction and you can also follow us individually on twitter i'm kara underscore pond and kara is with a c and an underscore is the lower bar thing <laughs> Um, and I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And don't, I was going to say don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to check out www.audibletrial.com slash, uh, www. You keep saying www. 
Oh my god. No one uses WWs. This isn't the freaking 1980s. I don't think the internet was out then. Okay, anyway. Um, www.audibletrial.com slash talk direction for your free audiobook. And then you can, uh, you know, chat with us about the One Direction's book. And yeah, be ready because yeah. we are going to do a whole episode about that book and we want all of you guys to have listened to it and you can get it free 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 by going going i'm gonna add some like horn emojis <laughs> except not emojis as in sounds i was gonna say <laughs> okay i don't get it mm. um but make sure you use the slash talk direction because that would be great that would be incredible and amazing and um thank you so much for all your support and um yeah we're on itunes we're on soundcloud we're on this earth rate and review and subscribe to our show not our lives on this earth um i'm <laughs> honestly if you subscribe to this show you're subscribing to our lives that's though. so true we <laughs> talked about so many different things we talked about our Ed- edward and jacob fan fiction we talked about i don't know what else we talked about yeah. on this show but it doesn't really Lots matter of things too many things too many things <laughs> and this about wraps it up actually it does wrap it up not about i'm kara I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. See you next time for episode 52. Bye. Bye.